0: This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by victory inheritance ministries the city of hope as you listen may the holy spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the word of god i celebrate you sons i celebrate your daughters i celebrate you Friends of the ministry, I celebrate those of you who are marking, you know, your birthday today. God bless you, real good, and we thank God, you know, who has helped you to see a new day. Congratulations and the rest of you, every other one that had their birthday during the week, we also congratulate every one of you in the name of Jesus. The Lord that have brought to you this far, we take you through in the name of Jesus. Our confidence is in Zion, and as many that look up to Zion. Help shall come to them. We are not moved by what we see. We are not moved by what we hear. We are not moved by governmental arrangement. We are not moved by the prophecies of men. We are moved by what God has spoken concerning us. What he has written in his word. By two immutable things, God cannot lie by his word and by his name. We stay by God. We stay by the principles of the Scripture. We follow God by His Word. And I God has promised that He will sustain us even in the midst of scarcity that why many are saying there's a cast down that we shall be saying there's a lifting because the God of miracle the God that that fed 5000 men with two loaves of bread and two fishes that same God is very efficacious that same power is still available that same faith that is connected to God to make impossible possible is still operational in our time in the name of Jesus We are getting better and better. We are not weak. We are not frustrated. We are not intimidated. The more that such an attack comes, the more the church expands and the more the church increases and improves on every side in the name of Jesus. Your gift shall lift you up. Your gift shall sustain you. Your gift will announce you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You will not break your rank. Your bones shall not be broken in the name of Jesus. As long as you look up, to god as long as jehovah is still your confidence as long as jehovah is still your pride as long as you don't live by this world the bible say you are in this world but you are not of this world and so as long as you are connected to zion help will continually come to you wave your hand and shout hallelujah, hallelujah. i said wave your hand and shout hallelujah. hallelujah welcome and god richly bless you in jesus name this morning quickly we have just about 56 minutes within the next 56 minutes I will be teaching you I will be preaching to you on what I have captioned sustaining faith sustaining faith in God sustaining faith in God sustaining faith in God, faith in God. if you are hearing me loud and clear type sustaining faith in God sustaining faith in god do that quickly before we proceed i'm waiting for you and while you are doing that keep connecting keep tagging and keep informing others sustaining faith in god i'm waiting sustaining faith in god thank you jesus sustaining faith in god glory sustaining faith in god god bless you dickness rita ado yeah you are the first and today is your birthday Queen Stanley, God bless you, daughter, God bless you, son. Bon Great Winnie, bless you, Bimbo, all the way from United Kingdom. God bless you. So will go. God bless you, Design. God bless you, Sarah. God bless you, Tolu. Sustaining faith in God. Go ahead. God bless you, mama Lise. Yeah, that's our topic. God bless you, son. Austin O'Hilo. God bless you. God bless you, Tonya Ebbos. Sustaining faith in God. Oh my God. God bless you, Elijah Yahi. God bless you, daughter Ruth. God bless you, Deacon Victor, Ognorable. bless you sir, God bless you. Go ahead, the rest of you, Cinemat, God bless you. Just about 31 of us are connecting live. We have more than that, Mary Ebo, God bless you. God bless you, Danny Gold, sustaining faith in God. God bless you, Oluwafumilayomi, God bless you, Benjamin Ahi, God bless you. Go ahead, the rest of you, do that fast, sustaining faith in God. We have less than 50 minutes for this service to be over. Keep typing just to prove that you are hearing me loud, clear, and the visibility transmission is clear. that God bless you, daughter Choma Yoko. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Sustaining faith in God. Sustaining faith in God. Man, key, God bless you, Sarah. A remote daughter. God bless you. God bless you in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. waiting you're victorious yes we are victorious glory be to God who has given us victory obey he God bless you daughter Hannah Wilson obey he God bless you God bless you Shepard Maribu sustaining faith in God God bless you daughter Uh, gift Pudofia. UK hallelujah go ahead go ahead I'm still waiting We are victorious. Yes, we are victorious. Glory be to God, who has given us victory. Thank you, Pastor Van. Sustaining faith in God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jessica. Raymond, sustaining faith in God. Your typing is a proof that I am reaching you loud and clear that I'm reaching you loud and clear. That's the essence why you need to to follow us as we type. Praise God somebody. Alright, that's the team. The rest of you, welcome, welcome to this wonderful service this morning. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Evidence of that which is not seen. As we raise in life as we labor in life, as we aspire in life, we always have an inbuilt force that inspires us to succeed and to breathe forth in life. Every time you see a man excelling, doing well, if I may choose a common language, you see a man that is properly inspired you see a man whose faith is lifted. You see a man that is sustained by inner conviction. But in the cost of your excelling, laboring, and succeeding in life, you have Satan to contend with. The job of Satan is to kill the faith in you. The job of Satan... Satan is not coming to tell you there is no God because he know you are smart when it comes to that. He knows that he can't get it by making you believe there is no God. No, Satan will not do that. What it does is to hamper your faith level which is your sustaining force, which is what inspires you to keep pushing and making progress in life. The devil does not just kill a man's business, a man's career, without first of all killing his or her faith enemy will water down your faith in God so that you stop believing God. Remember when Job faced a catastrophic attack in his life. His children all died and one day his business collapsed. His health was devastated. What did his friends tell him? What did his wife tell him? They knew that the only force that was keeping him, the only force that is keeping him is the presence of God in his life. Whatever is lost, God can replenish it. Whatever is lost, God can recover it for you. You can lose everything, As long as God is intact in you, your tomorrow is guaranteed. Your end will always be better than your beginning as long as God is sustained in you. Your faith in God is sustained. And so the devil does not come direct to attack you by telling you there is no God. Or that the line of business that you are into, that is not going to work, is not going to tell you that blanket, open, direct lie. Because you are smarter enough to know this. What the devil does is to begin to water down your confidence in God. Your faith in God. It begins to kill your faith gradually. You will not with your mouth say there is no God. You will not turn your back on God just like that. But you do that by gradually reducing the time that you give to God in his word and in his prayer and in worship. Suddenly, the things of God no longer interest you. Suddenly, you begin to avoid the gathering of the sins of God. Suddenly, you are no longer listening to wise counsel. Suddenly, you will join the world to say there is no need for us to begin to gather. You join the world to begin to say, oh, the church is in the heart. We don't need to gather together. These are languages of people whose faith are already nose diving. And so this morning, God has sent me. I have no doubt there is, a, there is quagmire across the entire globe. The world has been attacked by the pandemic. The world has been hit very hard. A kind of a, a technical blow has been given to the world. But we are not out. And we will not be out. St. Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. And he said to the church, and I say so to you, men and brethren. We are troubled on every side, but we are not in distress. We are persecuted, but we are not perplexed. We are cast down, we are not destroyed. Even though at our outward body is going through pain and our inward man is being built every second of the day. Because we are in this world, but we are not of this world. We take dominion of this world. The pressures of this world is not enough to kill our confidence and our faith in our God. God is still in charge of this earth. Ladies and gentlemen, in our relationship with Christ, he never promises crisis-free relationship. There is no way that Jesus promised you that as a believer that you will not forsake once in a while. There is no time he promised you as a believer that you will continue to have food on your table every day until when you exit this world. There's nowhere in the scripture that they promise you an, an Ed kind of relationship, that all things are equal, and everything will work as you have designed it to be. That is not my God. But I know the Bible says that you are in this world, but you are not in this world. Because you are not of this world, the system of this world, we always clash with the system of the kingdom where you come from. And so you will face rejection, persecution, Misunderstanding and misrepresentation. You'll be backstabbed from starved, misrepresented. You'll be accused of what you did not do. All these things are attacked from the pit of hell to begin to kill your faith in God and to reduce your confidence in God. But hear me, child of God, the more they try to batter us, the more God become real to us, the more they try to reduce us, the more our faith increase in God. Because we don't serve a dead God, we serve a living God. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today. He's the same forever. Ladies and gentlemen, men and brethren, I have come this morning to teach you on how to remain sustained, that your faith sustained in a turbulent world, in a turbulent water, in an unstable time, in an unstable water, in a battered economy. I have come to teach you on how to remain strong in God. Even when friends are leaving you, even when friends are rejecting you, even when friends are criticizing you, even when sickness is knocking at your door. I am here to teach you on how to remain intact in God, to sustain your faith and keep confidence in me. Jesus said, in a time like this, when I come, shall I find faith? Can I find faith? The time we are now is not different from what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego experienced. It's not different from what Daniel experienced. It's not different from what uh, St. Paul experienced when he went through the shipwreck. When the python beat him and expected him to die. But the Bible says he shook it off. He shook it off. They showed them the fire, bow to bow. We are in a time now, different things are being presented to us to bow bow and i'll give you food to eat bow and i'll send money to your account bow and i'll give you i'll cover your nakedness bow and 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 you will receive what you have long waited for but ladies and gentlemen create god cannot bow to a creature you must know that you are god that is walking on this earth god is walking to you you cannot fail your heavenly father stay fixed stay strong sustain your faith it is just but for a moment What you have seen is just for a moment. Everything passes by. There is time for everything. Nothing stays forever except God that is the same yesterday, today, forever. If they reject you today, God accepts you today. And there will be a tomorrow for you, ladies and gentlemen. Sustaining your faith in God. Don't quit. Don't surrender. Don't give up. Don't compromise. Don't don't give your destiny and your tomorrow because of a mustard seed. Because of a mustard bread. Stay in him, stay strong and be focused somebody say amen to that amen. sustaining faith in God Jude chapter one Jude chapter one quickly because of time Jude chapter number one verse three Jude one Verse 3. Jude, J U D E, is in the New Testament, towards the end of the scripture. Jude, Jude, Jude. If you are there quickly. Jude 1, verse 3. Jude 1 3. Thank you, Mama, for connecting fast. Jude 1 3, quickly hallelujah jude 1 3 let's follow the scripture thank you dickness rita god bless you the Victor. jude 1 3 god bless you dickness monica god bless you son elijah yahie god bless you mary Ebo. jude 1 3 quickly god bless you son design god bless you tolu quick everyone do that fast god bless you pastor van god bless you austin ohilo jude 1 God bless you, Tony Ebo, Jude 1-3, quickly, quickly, God bless you, Danny Gold, thank you, Jesus, Jude 1-3, God bless you, Ebo Tolu, God bless you, Overhell, Wilson, God bless you, Bon Griggs, Bini. God bless you, Sarah Remu, quickly, God bless you, Jude 1-3, God bless you, Chama Yoko, God following, God bless you, Cinemat. God bless you, Shepard, Amarebu, God bless you, Bimbo, Thanks. Bless you, Benjamin Ahi. God bless you, Shepherd. Again, Jude one, pretty Quick, let's do that fast. Jude chapter one, verse three. Okay, let's go. Beloved, beloved, he's talking to us. Beloved are the redeemed of the Lord; those that are washed by the blood; those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life; those who are of the kingdom. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you. Here, St. Paul, here Jude writing it now. And exalt you. Exalt you. And that's what the word of God does in our life. It exalts us. It corrects us. But this time it's exalting. To exalt is to lift up. They are spirits in God. I exhort you that you should earnestly. Look at that adjective word. Earnestly. Earnestly with strong equivocation. Earnestly those who are content. To contend is to fight for. Earnestly contend for the Faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Why? Look at verse 4. Why do we have to contend for the faith? To contend mean to fight, to defend, to fight, to keep. So men and brethren, you must learn how to fight to sustain your faith. Fight to keep your faith. Against who? Against Satan. Against faith killers. Against discouragers. There are some people that don't that have forgotten that today is even Sunday. I can tell you that. These are the people that their faith is being taken away from them. They can remember everything and every day, but when is a day, the lost day, Mm-mm. they will tell you every day is the last day. These are people whose faith is already drifting. Why do you have to contend for your faith? I am yet to go straight into what we are looking at. You have to contend for your faith. 1 verse 4 said, For there are certain men creeped in unawares. Woo! Certain men creep in unawares. There are people that have creeped into your heart unaware to you. Creeped into your business unaware, Creeped into your career unaware to you. You see them, but you don't know they have entered with a mission. For certain men crept in unawares, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men, turning the grace of God into what? Lasciviousness, and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believe not. Huh? The reason why your faith must be sustained. You might, oh, I will, I'm a Christian in January. By, by, by June, you are something else entirely. You have not sung to God for one day on your own. Except you hear somebody singing. Oh, you now remember there's something God singing unto the Lord. Ha. Hmm. Huh. These ones, the ones that is unto damnation, they are already condemned. And because of that, they are looking for people to destroy, and they walk into people's life, unaware to you. They carry the form of godliness, but deny the power of God. They carry the form of godliness, but they deny worship. They carry the form of godliness, but they deny they, they, they deny prayers. They are telling you, there's no need to pray. Jesus has prayed for us. there's no need to fast. Jesus has prayed for, uh, fasted for us. There's no need of coming to God's presence. There's no, no opportunity to live broadcast like this. There's no need to give to God. There's no need to expand God's work. God has done everything for us. All done to weaken your faith. And when your faith is, taking, is taken out, you are gone. Because the scripture said there's no man that can come to God except he first of all believe that he is. Mm-hmm. And that's faith. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Contending for the faith. That's what we are doing. That is why there are some certain things that people do. We don't, we, don't, we don't care their office. We don't care their name. We don't care how much they have. We don't care their titles. We don't care their, 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 how lucrative they are. We, we rebuke them straight away. Yeah. We look at them and call a spade a spade. Because our faith is being, is being trampled upon. And we have to contend against it. Contend means fight. Fight to keep fight to sustain if you take away that you are gone you are somewhere and they are they are talking down on god on christ who who has saved you you believe and you keep quiet because you want to keep friends walk away from such friends otherwise you are gone you will join them very soon you are somewhere they are speaking about the faith that you you believe that's what the bible says and you keep your mind shut because you don't want to offend your friends so that, uh, uh, but you are ready to offend Christ. He has said it that if you deny me before men, I will deny you before my Father. Or oh, as a leader, as a pastor like myself. You are leading people and people are misbehaving. You keep quiet because you want membership. Thank you. Those members will sack you one day. They will sack you one day when you, rebu- when you refuse to rebuke evil. If you could be generated, from one, you get to two, from two to three, three to four, five, until all of that, the whole place will be engulfed. And you will not be able to sustain the fire. The word of God is for correction, is for rebuke, and to exhaust. The whole essence is to sustain our faith in God. When something is good, you praise it. When something is wrong, you said it's wrong. And not to praise what is wrong, praise what is right, praise what. You are unstable in all your ways. That's what the word of God said. You must be known for something. You must stand for something. Yes. You must stand for something. The Muslim world pray five times a day. The Jewish world pray three times a day. They are known for this. What are you known for in your faith? Not you be sustained. There are things people cannot suggest to you because they know it's no go area for you. There are places people cannot invite you because they know it's no go area. You have confessed it. You have spoken it. You have declared it. And they say, for this one, don't even go that area. You must contend for your faith or you'll be consumed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Quickly. Our main scripture today. Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8, 49 to 56. Luke chapter 8, 49 to 56. Type if you're there with me. Luke chapter 8, 49 through 56. Luke chapter 8, 49 through 56. Luke chapter 8, 49 through 56. Luke 8, 49 through 56. God bless you. Thank you, Mama Liz. Thank you, Design. Thank you, Aswa Google. God bless you. Witness Rita. bless you, Danny Gold hallelujah god bless you shepard amarebu look 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 8 49 through 56 not much time is left just 32 more minutes and we are going to do that quickly uh, Cinemat, god bless you quickly the rest of you abutolu god bless you hallelujah austin ohilo thank you jesus They victor god bless you god bless you tony uh, antonia Ebo, god bless you mary Ebo hallelujah god bless you dr ruth are you coming god bless you pastor van thank you jesus god bless you Wilson. hallelujah thank you jesus olua for me god bless you luke 8 luke chapter 8 49 through 56 you are there say amen amen oh i didn't hear you say amen amen 49 for those of you who are just joining us. Why he yet spake? There came from the ruler of the synagogue house. Remember our team is sustaining, sustaining faith in God. Every day our faith is being contended against. And it is Satan that uses men to attack our faith. How do you know that your faith is being attacked, ladies and gentlemen? The things of God that excite you no longer excite you. Your faith is under attack. Your commitment to God, before you were, you are the one that brings people to the house of God. Today, people are bringing, are encouraging you to come to the house of God. Your faith is under attack. <laughs> You used to give to God wholeheartedly. Today, you have joined those who are criticizing, giving. Your faith is under attack. You used to pray. You used to pray before you can, you can approach man for anything. But today, you no longer pray. Whatever happened to you, you go to someone to think what the person has to say about it. Your faith is under attack. God is no longer first in your life. Your, your faith is under attack. And you need to hear me and hear me very well. The devil has crept in unaware to you. You are carrying the form of godliness, but the power of God is no longer there. You need help. And that's why this word is coming. And I pray you open up your spirit. Some people will enter broadcast like this within a second. It's by error. They quickly dash out. But they will go into a comedy, (laughs) they will see a comedy clip. Oh, God of heaven. They will adjust themselves and be laughing, laughing themselves to to destruction. Your faith is under attack, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Somebody say, God help me. me. Sustaining faith in God. I didn't say faith in the pastor. I didn't say faith in Nigeria. I didn't say faith in your nation. I didn't say faith in your president. Sustaining faith in God. Why? God is the immortal, invisible, the only wise God. God exists by himself alone. God is an endless past and endless beginning. Sustaining faith in God. If your faith is God, I'm not talking faith in your career. I'm not talking faith in your business. I'm not talking faith in your job. I'm not talking faith in your friends and what you do. I'm not talking faith in yourself. Like some people say, believe in yourself. Do you have a self outside of God? Do you have a self outside of God? Believe yourself. So Why do you foresee and you now go to somewhere? Why can't you believe yourself? why do you foresee if you believe yourself eh? believe yourself i don't believe myself i am what i am by the grace of god that's by what saint paul said by the grace of god and they the believe you that's what that's the language they speak they will never speak the language of the scripture believe yourself believe yourself and you succeed they interview people how they succeed they say first of all believe yourself we self, we serve you are inspired by god by the I, everything you see on this earth the aircraft a beautiful house a beautiful home the nations of the world you go they draw their inspiration from the bible the bible is the word of god that gas us in everything satan knows it and that's why he has come you know to deceive you in them. but as you stay in the word of god your faith shall be sustained Amen. in the name of jesus Amen. there is no doubt this man of god is not saying that we don't get to a weak point in our time there's always a time you don't feel like praying There's always a time you don't feel like going to church. There's always a time you just feel like staying around people. There's always a time that yes, because of the pressure of this earth. The pressure of this world. But in the midst of it, you must not lose your confidence in God. If you tell me that Job lost his family, lost his business and his health is sustained, and, he, and he's, he's, he's disrupted, his health is disrupted. and you are telling me that he will be smiling. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's not easy. Even our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When the heat came on him, he said, "My father, my father, Eli, Eli,ashtani, my father, my father, why hast thou forsaken me? He was that, he was that serious. He was that painful. Sickness. Uh, Nobody is getting it, taking injection is uh, smiling. Nobody on earth. You cannot be going through pains and be smiling. No. That's pretence. That's hypocrisy. That's not possible. Not even myself that is here. But in the midst of it, your confession must not shift. It yeah. must not make the enemy know that uh, he has gotten you. You must continue to, continue to believe God. I once preached a message that blessed my soul so much. Uh, uh, bleeding and blessing. Bleeding and blessing. Huh? Jesus was being attacked. Jesus was being arrested at the garden of Gethsemane. Hello, Chantal Abaya. They, they they came after him. He was groaning in pain, and yet, when Peter took up the ears of one of the servants of the Pharisees, he still stood low, pick up the ear and replace it. Even in pain, he was still doing miracles. Even in pain, he was still meeting people near. Even in pain, Allah So. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not saying that a, 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 a pain brings comfort and we, we No! But our faith must not shake. Our trust in God must not. That's what we are saying. And you have to learn the principle, Mahamdeh Yaba, of sustaining your faith in God, irrespective of the situation. There will be a time there will not be food on your table. There will be weeks that nobody will check on you or nobody will call you. There will be a week that everything they are saying about you is evil, evil, negative, negative, and you just feel like killing yourself. That's a lie of the devil. Stay strong, brother. Stay strong, sister. What you need is Zion. What you need is He that is above. That's all you need to go through. And I have no doubt that He that began a good work in you, He will see you to the end. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear me? I say He will see you to the end. Amen. Hallelujah! Somebody. While we stay in that scripture, write this down quickly for those of you who have your pen and your Bible. We have, we have just uh, 30, uh, 24 minutes more and this service is over. Quickly, write this down. Faith is a problem of Satan. Faith in you is a problem that Satan had to contend with. Your faith is a problem to Satan. I want you to know that. That is, your faith in God is his problem. What is faith? Confidence in God. The devil is disturbed that why will you have trust in God? Why will you be so intelligent to know that in God you live, you move, and you have your being? How, will you, how, how, will you, how did you get to this point that you so much trust God and believe God? Your faith in God is a problem for Satan, and he's going to do everything possible to annihilate it, to reduce it, to water it down and gradually take it out. Know that. That is why, let them take everything. Your confidence in God must not go. Write that down. Number two, faith is a ladder to God's presence. Faith is the ladder to God's presence. Faith is the ladder to God's presence. He that must come to God Is that not what the scripture said? How do you come to God? We're having a picture of of a ladder taking you to God's presence. He that must come to God must first of all believe that he is. And that it is faith that transports you to the presence of God. Faith, that's the only means of transportation to God's presence. Hebrews say, come boldly to the throne of grace. So you see somebody who is being journeyed. What transport? Faith transports you to the presence of God, and when you find when you find yourself there, safety has become your portion. The devil has lost the battle. Praise God! Somebody. Hallelujah. And number three, because of time, faith is believers' protective gear. Faith is believers' protective gear. Faith protects us. Our faith in God protects us. From the attacks of the enemy. From the arrows of the enemy. Our faith in God is a shield to us. The Bible says, for thou art a shield. My strength, my all. Faith is the protective gear of believers. Faith is the protective gear of believers. That's what we call your, you know, That's what the the world called bullet proof. They put it in their body when they are accidentally shot. They prove, the bullet proof absorbs the bullet that it does not harm their flesh or their body or kill them. So, for us believers, our faith is our protective gear that protects us. So, every time the enemy attacks us through sickness, through our finance, through our relationship, by any means it's our faith that shields us. So it hits us and bounces back. Somebody say thank you Jesus. And this is the reason why you have to sustain your faith. Oh pastor, man of God, how do I sustain my faith? I give you three points because of time, how you can sustain your faith. Write it down, how to sustain my faith. And Then we look at the scripture and we pray and we are gone quickly. How to sustain my faith? You sustain your faith. Number one. Staying with the word of God. Staying with the word of God. Staying with the word of God. God. You sustain your faith by staying in the word of God. Nobody is strong including myself not to do evil what has preventing you and me from swimming in evil is a sustained faith through the word of God Alleluia. now I am in the presence of God God is pumping faith into me through his word I am illuminated to know the truth and the truth keep me away from evil mm-hmm. and so if I don't come to his presence through his word, darkness engulf. And when darkness engulf, you are God. So the word of God is a light to your path, A lamp to your feet. Praise God, somebody. So the more the word of God has its way into your life, the more you are illuminated unto truth. The more you find more discovery. The more you are inspired. The world gives you pains and sorrows and rejection. Mm. The word of God gives you hope mm. and a future. I said the word of God gives you hope and a future. Yes. Why the world condemns you and does not say nothing good about you. Why the world gravitate towards the people they feel can do this and do that for them. Yeah. And they reject and turn back on you. The word of God presents hope for you and a future. Yes, right. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you. So, the word of God is one of the instruments through which your faith can be sustained. You know, we eat so that our body can live. If you stop eating, your body begins to suffer from lacks of fruits and nutrients. And the body is dying already. And that's the way it is with faith. Your faith is fed through the word of God. Oh, somebody hear me! Your faith is fed, sustained through the word of God, and so that's why every day you must read the word of God. The same way lawyers, attorneys read the constitution. What are they doing? They're interpreting the constitution. The more you read the constitution, the better understanding you have, and that's how good lawyers are differentiated from bad ones. That's why some are called senior advocates; others, others will remain junior forever. They will die junior lawyers. Why some will be senior advocates? The difference is that one devote his time studying tenaciously yeah. the, the constitution yeah. and interpreting it. And that's how it happened in the word of God. Nobody is born with the scripture on his head. You know, every time they will tell us a child was born and his hand was like this. <laughs> and when they open it, they wrote "They repent. Must you wait for a child who was born and his hand like this, they wrote repent. Did you see repent in the word of God? Eh? Eh, the, the child was born. Eh, he just came out the moment where he started saying that hey, Jesus is coming. Join us, me. That's the first word he starts saying. And, and that's the one you're waiting for before you go. You didn't see it in the Word of God? The Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two sword It can break through. It's a living Word. I sent you forth that is life unto you. That's what Jesus said. That's number one. How to sustain what? Your faith in God. Number two. Aha. What do you do? Keep up with fellowship. Keep up with fellowship. Keep up fellowship with brethren. Keep up fellowship with brethren. Keep up fellowship with brethren. Hebrew 10:25. Hebrew 10:25. For those of you that said, I, I, "I like to stay alone, I don't want any person. I don't want to disturb any person. Nobody should disturb me. I want to be on my own. All, the, all those kind of gimmicks lie from the pit of hell. God said for you to be sustained. You need me, I need you, beloved. Yes. I need you to encourage me. You need me to encourage you. That's right. And it comes when we come together. Uh Gather, Psalm 50, verse 5, right? Uh Gather my saints together. I've entered into covenant with me by sacrifice. God is always, God always, according to the book of Genesis, He comes down to the garden to do what? To fellowship with Adam and Eve, to commune. I want to welcome you, sir, my father and the Lord Bishop. Uh Joseph O oh we welcome celebrate you. Thank you for your humility, sir. Archbishop, Archbishop, Ojo. Oh uh, Joseph, God bless you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Real good. We celebrate you and we we, we acknowledge your presence in this broadcast sir, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. So your your faith in God must be sustained in a turbulent time like this. In a time like this, where we have merchandise of the gospel. We had today where we have men that Satan have ordained and ordained apostles and bishop and pastors and, and reverend who are out there to, to, to destroy the lives of people, destroy businesses, destroy homes. If you don't know the word of God, you will be ripped off. If you don't know the word of God, you will deny your parents. If you don't know the word of God, you even deny your children. If you don't know the word of God, you will deny your pastor. If you don't know the word of God, you will deny your brethren. So the word of God is the instrument that you need to sustain things. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Back to, to fellowship of the brethren. You cannot stay away from the fellowship of the brethren and be able to grow properly. I need you. You need me. I need the fire in you. You need the fire in me. When we come together, we become unbreakable. That Satan cannot be able to penetrate us for any evil. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Hebrew ten twenty-five. Forsaking. Hebrew ten twenty-five. Forsaking not the assembly of brethren. As a manner of some is because as we come together, we encourage ourselves. Sometimes we feel so sad, but we drag ourselves to church. Anyhow, we find ourselves to church. By the time you see your brother, you see your sister, your friend just being with smile uh, and just part you, your spirit is lifted. Somebody say Amen. amen. And I know that we have, hold- we have had that experience. I have had it even as a pastor. Sometimes you have come to church, you don't feel like preaching. But by the time you sit and hear the choir sing, you watch the ushers do their job. You watch the protocol. They do their job. And you say, you know that this one too may be going through something, but they put it aside and discharge their duty in God. You are inspired and you are stirred up unto God. Finally, how to sustain your faith. Hey, Hey, Keep, hear me well, keep distance away from faith killers. Keep distance away from faith killers keep your distance away from faith killers they may even be in the same church where you worship keep distance away from faith killers brother and sister that are not coming to the fellowship or the brethren like we are since we started this lockdown started we have been transmitting by the grace of god there are even workers in our church that have never connected for one day. I wonder how they are sustaining their faith. I, I wonder how they are sustaining their faith. Something is wrong somewhere. There are even uh, uh, work, uh, members of the church that have not connected for one day. I wonder how they are sustaining their faith. If you ask them, you'll find excuses upon excuses. Excuses upon excuses. You need to gravitate towards people whose faith are sustained in God. Because it's only when God has filled you through his word that you have the right word to share with someone. Beloved, keep distance away from faith killers. Who are faith killers? People who contradict the word of God. It does not matter their title. It does not matter how long they've been in church. It does not matter their position in church or in the society. As long as they are speaking against what says the Lord, they become an antichrist. They are against the word of God. Forget about when you have known them. If their actions contradict the word of God, oh, Maham Delia. Are you aware that Judas Iscariot was a minister in the ministry of Jesus? Are you aware that Judas Iscariot is a minister in the ministry of Jesus? Are you aware that when brethren are having fellowship together, he's not in their midst? As long as he's not in their midst, he's somewhere. He's somewhere doing something that is contrary. Probably to the common faith. And that's how he was fraternizing with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It was no surprise that the Satan found him a willing vessel. A willing vessel. When you see brethren criticizing their church, then you know you see people whose faith is already in attack and is in trouble. Criticizing everything, nothing is right, nothing is good, except they are in the forefront. You have to be careful of such ones. Every time is negative. Every time is error. Every time is what somebody have done against me. Fear such people if you love your faith. We have been in this for for over thirty something years, and the word of God has been the same. We, when we see the sign, we know it. My mentor, Archbishop Peter Caldwell, the blessed memory, he said to me, "He said, Jonathan." When some of them, when Satan attacked them, and they, when they when they form alliance with Satan, and it's time for them to leave, those who used to be in front seat in the church, this is what Archbishop told me, he said, by the time you see them in church next, they will be in the third row. From third row to fifth row. Fifth row to seventh row. From seventh row, they will, be, they will be on the last seat like people under suspension. And the next thing you will not see them again. You see those, when you see those signs, you just smile. You smile. Pray for them. Love them. Show the kindness but don't don't hold them because you might be dragged down into water. When you are saving somebody that is drowning, you have to be careful for yourself so that you don't go along. Love them, repeat the word. Correct them where you can, but be careful so that you are not swallowed by what has swallowed them. Remove emotion when you come to the truth. I'm talking about sustaining faith. I have faith to sustain. And it doesn't matter who is in my front. If your actions and your deeds are contradicting the word that I believe, I will stay away. If my actions and deeds are deed, contradicting God, stay away also from me. If I'm doing that, praise God. Somebody is, the is it true that keep away from faith killers? They might even be even in the church, in your office, everywhere. Your faith is precious. Your faith is your destiny. Your faith is your all in all. Don't let nobody eat it. up. praise God. Somebody. All right, quickly, let's look at the scripture, and then we are done. Um, Luke 8, 49 to the last verse. Luke 8 49. While he yet speak, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. Oh my God. Now, this is what we are just uh, preaching about. This man, this ruler of the synagogue came to Jesus that the daughter is ill. At least they are still alive in the daughter. Master, please come, come, come and pray for my daughter, and she will not die, she will live. <laughs> Look at the scripture. The scripture said, While he yes speak, Why he was still talking to Jesus, somebody imported imported negative news or message to kill his faith. That's what we are talking about. How to sustain your faith. He told him clearly. Right from his house, the person came, saying, saying to him, thy, what? thy daughter is what? Death. Your daughter is dead. So, just forget about your approach to Jesus. Don't even come to Jesus again. Don't leave him alone. Your daughter is dead. Let's go and bury your daughter. What does that mean? He you know that death is a finality of man. When death has occurred, everybody give up. Vision, die also. The next thing is, bury and that will be it. And what did this newscaster wanted to also do? He also wanted to kill the fate of Jesus, but he didn't know he was dealing with. He didn't know that Jesus is resurrection and life himself. So, they believe that his power is limited. But my father, his power is limitless he can kill, it can make a alive, it can take up, it can bring now. To your to your synagogue, to your ruler, death is final. But to my Lord, death is the beginning. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. Now look at verse 50. But when Jesus had it, huh? Eh? Did you hear the word of God? Did you hear what the word of God said? He said, But when Jesus had it, two people got this information: the ruler, the father or the daughter, of the father whose daughter was dead heard it. That your daughter that is sick is finally dead. The scripture says, by scripture, but when Jesus heard it, what was his answer? And he answered him, saying, Where did he say? Fear not. You with me, somebody. He said, Fear not. Believe only that is have faith and the word, and she shall be made whole. What was Jesus' word to the man sustaining his faith? Mind you, it was a faith that brought the man to Jesus. Because if he didn't believe, he would not come. Uh-huh. And now Satan said, ah, I have killed, he's dead. So just, so that he wanted to kill the faith of the man. You remember Jesus said, he said, Is your faith is as small as that of a mustard seed. It can raise a death situation. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. And they said that a daughter was dead. Jesus had it and told the man, do not fear, just continue to believe continue sustaining your faith in me, and she shall be made whole. Verse 51, and when he came into the house, so you see what faith does. That's why he wake up in the morning. Didn't the Bible say that those who look at the wind and look at the weather will never sow, not reap. And because they cannot sow, they will not reap. People just come out, they just say, hmm, the way I'm feeling. It's your life ruled by feeling. The way I feel is like weather no good today. The way I see this weather today, crocodile is going to deliver, horse will deliver, all those kind of uh, unsustainable, superstitious uh, uh, belief that is not sustained and in concordance with the word of faith, and even believers are following such nonsense. Even with the news that came, the whole idea was to kill the faith in man. But the man's faith was sustained by the presence of Christ and by the word of God that Christ gave to him. Keep believing. Do not fear. Keep believing. He shall be made whole. And the Bible said, And he came to the house. That Jesus. Listen, verse 51. He suffered no man to go in. Save, that is, except Peter, James, and John, and the father and the mother of the maiden. The, can you, did you see that scripture? Yes. Beloved, every one of you under the sound of mine. Did you see that? Yes. We are talking about sustaining faith. So there are people that must be far from you at a critical point of your life. Oh, yes. The defining moment of your life, there are people that must be far from you. Keep away from them. They will kill your faith for the next level. Yes. They will kill your vision for the next level. They will kill your dream for the next level. Mm-hmm. They will kill your career for the next level. I did not just say it. This is scripture saying it. When Jesus got to that home, everybody was gathered there. Those who love them, those who hate them. All those hired criers, mourners, they were all there. Sympathizers, but their heart is not sympathizing with you. All of them were there. And Jesus looked at them. He scanned them in the realm of the spirit. He scanned them in the realm of the spirit. And what did he do? He picked, he picked his, his boy, Peter. James and John. If you remember these guys, they were the same one that he picked in Matthew chapter 4 uh-huh. when was, his ministry was started. Yes. They were the closest people to him. Mm-hmm. They, they believe what is believed. They trust him so much. And who else? It took the father and the mother. It took nobody can feel the pain more than yourself. Mm-hmm. It was the father and the mother that want they gave birth to this child. They feel the pain. They want her alive. Others are waiting for. For the ceremony to start. Let them start sharing rice. You know, so that they can eat. That's what they are waiting for. To have to die and be buried so that they can eat rice. That's what they are waiting for. For the parents want to see their daughter rise again. So, their faith connected with the faith of Jesus. And these three persons connected. In everything that you do, you must look for those whose faith connect with your faith. That's the only way you can get result. Don't take into your chamber, your private chamber... Those whose faith are not connecting with your faith, they will destroy it, will not work. No matter what it is, effort you make, it will not work. Praise God, somebody. Took them in. Look at verse 52 as we're being to random. And all wept. That's what they were doing. All wept. Every time you see crying going on, you see faith being reduced. Faith. Being reduced. All oh, wept and bewailed. Ha! But he said, "Why they were crying, you know all those cry. Yeah, you cannot help but to join to cry. You will not see faith when you have much crying. You will not see faith. You need somebody in the midst of many that are crying. Say, enough! Enough! Don't cry! God can do it. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot be crying... I say, God, God do it. God, God do it. No. You're either crying or you are fainting. You're yes. either exercising faith or you are yes. fainting or you are crying. So let those who are crying keep crying. Let those who, who are full of faith exercise faith. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. 52. And all wept and bewailed her. But he said, Weep not. Weep not. Somebody, I said to you, Weep not. She's not dead, but sleepeth. Aha, did you hear that? She's not dead, but sleepeth. And indeed, only a sleeping person can wake up. Mm-hmm. A dead person cannot wake up. A dead person is buried. In that sense, I need you to understand. So, Jesus trying to tell them. The same thing he said about his friend Lazarus. He said, Let's go and wake Lazarus up. Let's go and wake Lazarus up. So, that's faith. His faith is telling him that he's sleeping. And because he's sleeping, you can only wake up a man that is sleeping, a woman that is sleeping. But to them, he's dead, and because he's dead, let's bury. There's no way he can get up. He can only wake up that person who is sleeping. Shout hallelujah! Somebody. Hallelujah! Look at verse thirty-three. Faith killers. uh, Fifty-three. See faith killers in verse fifty-three, beloved. I say, see faith killers in verse fifty-three. The Bible says, and they did what? They laughed him to scorn. Knowing that she was dead. You see, huh? <laughs> it's Jesus. They are laughing, you know? and some of you are complaining that somebody is laughing at me. Some of you are complaining that somebody is not talking to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody is laughing; is complaining, he doesn't look at my side. He does not call me. He has not visited me. They laugh at Jesus. They sustain up their life. They laugh at him to scorn. They laugh at him. I said they laughed at him. The of mockery. You can laugh in joy, but this one was mockery. That is, they mocked him to scorn. What were they trying to do? Kill his faith. They said, they oh my God. They laughed him to scorn. Do you know what it means to laugh so at the Where people laugh, 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 they raise their leg and they fall down. The same people who are in the place of death, the same people who are crying, so somebody died. And they saw somebody who is, who is bringing faith and hope to raise the person. And they laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and fell down. And they laugh, they hit their friend again. And they laugh, they, that's what they were doing. Scorn. Mock, Ridiculous. they said knowing that they were dead you see they themselves are dead that's why everything they see is dead exactly their faith in God is dead so everything yeah. is dead they have no hope How, why will you stay around people like that who see everything dead who does not see life in anything and all they know is dead buried dead buried Negative-minded. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Quickly, let's round up. The Bible says, and he put them all out. Somebody say, put them all out. Them uh, all a, out. There are people you must put all out of your life. Put them up, all, all them out of your life, out of your dream, out of your vision, out of your career. Put them away. You need the likes of Jesus. You need the likes of Peter, James, and John. All these ones that are faith killers who cannot sustain faith. Pull them all out. If you will get a result this year, pull them all out. And he took her by the hand and called, saying, "May arise." The Bible says her spirit came again and she arose straight away. And he commanded to give her meats to eat. This same person they say is dead, and they began to mock Jesus. Sustain faith, produce life into her. And she came back. Verse 56, and her parents were astonished. But they charged them that they should tell no man what was done. What a humble father that we have. Oh, glory, glory, glory to the Most High God. I have no doubt that God has ministered to you through this broadcast this morning. Keep your faith sustained in God. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your faith sustained in God through the word of God, through keeping distance away from faith killers, through your prayer life, through the fellowship of brethren, staying in live broadcast like this. Keep sustaining your faith by your prayer and your worship. God, let no man stay away from faith killers. Stay away from mockers of your faith. Don't give yourself to them. And of course, God Almighty will continually sustain you in Jesus' name. Amen. I bless you for being part of this I ask that the blessings of the Most High God arise and abide with you now and forevermore in the name of Jesus. Go back after this broadcast is shared also. Share it in your platform and let others who are not privileged to be connected be reached through this broadcast. Stay on the path of truth and God will keep keeping you and keep sustaining you until you become that whole person that God has ordained you to be in Jesus' name. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. All right. You all know that giving is part of worship. Wherever your location might be, it is time for us to reference our God through our giving, which is part of our worship. See time and harvest time as long as the earth exists, we never ever cease. And so acknowledge God in your giving. When we give, we are saying that God is our source. When we give, we are, we are, we are saying that I am ready to expand the kingdom of God. You give as god almighty has blessed you not by compulsion not by any person stretching you but as a demonstration of your love for God if you give out of love there is no blessing in it you give because the kingdom of God must be expanded and must be enriched you give to prove that God is your source you give as God Almighty has blessed you so for those of you that members of this Commission you know the right thing to do you know the account for those who are visitors here, we are Victory Inheritance Ministry on Zenith Bank. Our account number is 1010 892906. God bless you and let the blessings of offering and giving and tithing locate you and rest with you now and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. All right. Next Sunday is 21st of June. The government had told us that the churches will be allowed to meet on sunday 21st but with a lot of restrictions attached to it and you know we are law-abiding people but anyone that is not consistent with our faith will contend against us and we as a church we are under the christian association of nigeria and our leaders have taken it up with lagos state government Over the idea that 15 years, brethren to zero or one should not come to church. And brethren that are 65 years and above should not come. This was not part of the agreement in the party they had. We don't know where they brought this into. And so they are trying to tell us that only those from 16 to 64 are allowed to come to church. This is the reason why we need to trust God in order to have godly people in position of authority. Our argument is that these same people of this age range, they are in the marketplace, they are in the offices, they are everywhere. Some are hawking on the street. And yet, this government did not stop them. But when it comes to the church now, they are saying that we, for our own sake, as though we are not capable of organizing ourselves. So it's being contended with right now as we speak. And so between now and Saturday, we are going to know if there's a change and we are going to reach every one of you. But if there was no change, it means that if you are 15 years and below, you are not allowed to come for now and 65 years and above. And they said that the number that is permitted to gather is 40% of the population of the church. And that we should meet only for one hour. Just for one hour. Coming to church must be with face masks. We already have a thermometer to measure the temp- uh, temperature at the entrance, and of course, you will be sanitized. The temperature that is above the acceptable one will be turned back or asked to wait until you get to the acceptable acceptable temperature to be allowed in. If things remain as planned, we're going to run two services. I'm talking about Victory Inheritance Ministry. The first will be at to nine and the second one will be 9 30 to 10 30. for those who are coming for the first service 8 to 9 you must be in church on or before eight dots. immediately it's eight we shut down whether it's 10 people or one person or two that are there we close the door you have to wait for the second service we will keep the social distance as the government has instructed them we do everything that we we do we can not to contradict the instruction of the government it means that the next time you'll be hearing my voice next sunday it will be at block 25 block 8, center way next sunday i'll be transmitting live from church i look forward to welcoming as many of you that will be in church remember One hour each, first service 8 to 9, second service 9.30 to 10.30. As soon as it's 8, the door is shut. And as soon as it's 9.30, the door is shut for those coming for the second service. Please don't take offense. You are hearing me loud and clear. We're still going to talk about it during the week so that you can plan yourself properly. We are doing our best to to stay and remain within the acceptable norms and law of the land. God bless each and every one of you for connecting. Um, We will go to our family uh, WhatsApp group for further communication with members of this heart. God bless each and every one of you in Jesus' name. Enjoy your day. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more,